Uh, we are joined now by Brett Phillips, who's the wonderful host of SEN's First Serve and Everything Tennis. Uh, Brett, um, I'm loving all the ticks next to the American so, uh, players in the draw, Tiafo, Shelton. I think it adds to the US Open when the Americans have got, uh, have got players going deep. Well, I'll tell you what, Sophie, they're crying out for a Grand Slam champion. Uh, you know, Andy Roddick, the last on the men's side back in uh, 2003, and they've got a lot of depth. They've got a lot of depth in men's tennis, uh, the Americans, and obviously they've got a big pool of players you know, coming through their system. A bit like the French. You know, The French have always had a lot of players inside the top 100, but still smoking his pipe up there is Yannick Noah 40 years ago at Roland Garros 1983 saying, well, I'm still the reigning champion and until you blokes are good enough and, <laughs> you know, Songer and Monfils and Simon and all these guys had great talent, uh, Gasquet, but just haven't been able to nail one. So this is the challenge here for the Americans, you know, trying to break through. Now, this is also a very tough era <laughs> that the mm. American players have been in and, you know, they thought, oh, okay, gee, the big three are hard to crack. And then a 20-year-old comes along called uh, Carlos Alcaraz, and he's taken the top billing, and, and um, you know, we've gone down a few rungs. So, look, they're, they're all exciting. Uh, you know, Tiafo made the semifinals last year. Uh, Shelton's the newest arrival, and he's got all uh, uh, the big showman sort of qualities, but he's got the game to back it up as well. Lefty, uh, he's in a hurry, this young man. You know, in the collegiate system about 18 months ago, he was 500 in the world, and he's now the world number 27 and uh, served two of the biggest serves. Well, two big, the two biggest serves were sent at the US Open this year, 149 miles per hour, about 239 Ks. Yeah, uh, Andy, Roddick still, Andy Roddick still holds a record, 152 uh, going back. Uh, when he was about 20 years of age. Uh, but, yeah, Tiafo, uh, Shelton, great matchup. And then, yeah, Taylor Fritz has been, you know, leading this leading the rankings from an American point of view this year. And, you know, he's got the tough task of having to play uh, Djokovic next. And I, I feel like Djokovic is just, just... I mean, Alcaraz was magnificent today. Steffi. I've just been bullish about uh, Djokovic from the start of the tournament because that Wimbledon defeat, I think, is still stinging... He, uh, you know, he's going to be 37 next year. He he, he just zeroes in there. The whole focus is these majors, Mm. and he wants to get well clear of Nadal, and it'll be a great end to the year. So I feel like his his focus, and his focus is pretty good, but I feel like the focus is at another level. In saying that, if we do get to Alcaraz and Djokovic, it's going to be a tough one to call because Carlos, the highlights reel today, was unbelievable. And I'm just watching now the live match at the moment to determine Alcaraz's opponent in the quarterfinals. So it's either going to be Alexander Zverev, who actually has broken here and has a chance to take the first set against Yannick Sinner. Sinner is who he met last year, Alcaraz, in that epic five-set match that was played in New York. It went, what, about five hours? So, um, yeah, that'd be a great rematch. But I feel like Big Sash is making a bit of a statement here. He's almost the forgotten man, in a sense, with you know Alcaraz and Runa and Sinner all emerging. And, you know, basically Zverev has won everything in tennis except a major. And he was the first of the, the young guns to really rise and take on the big three. So, yeah, he's coming back from that Achilles of last year and he's just served a beautiful bomb down the middle. No <laughs> racket on that in sight, Steffi. And uh, he takes the first set against uh, Yannick Sinner. The interesting thing, like I, I'm Novak as well. Um, he's got America, he's got Taylor Fritz quarterfinal. He's guaranteed an American semifinal with Tiafo and Shelton playing each other. Of those three Americans, which which one's got the game 
more, most likely to take down the Joker? Well, I'll say this. I think that the best one of that lot that's going to have the highest ranking, I think, is Ben Shelton. Mm. And he's the lowest out of the three at the moment. I think this kid has got something really, really special about him. And he's a son of a former pro, Brian. And he's just got big game written all over him. Now, he's still a work in progress uh, because, you know, he's young and he's just it's, he's letting it all hang out there. And no doubt he'll, over time, just sort of rein it in a little bit. But he, like Elkaraz, he plays with a smile on his face. I just think he can have more X-Factor than what Tiafo can. And Tiafo's got a lot of X-Factor himself. I mean, he's outward um, and, and plays on the edge and hits big. But Shelton, as a lefty, I mean, you're, you're serving like that. Uh, I remember at the Australian Open this year, it was hitting those LED boards. Like, you know, it was like an earthquake was rumbling on inside Rod Laver Arena when Shelton was banging <laughs> down those serves. I mean, if you're the, uh, if we had about the lines people, and we've got the electronic line calling now, so it's a much cleaner court. Those lines people uh, might have been um, uh, on the stretcher, being taken out of Rod Laver, <laughs> such was the ferocity of those serves. So I think he's the one uh, that can actually upstage all these Americans and get to the highest ranking. But he mightn't do it here, but I think in time he will. Yeah, excitement machine. On the women's side of the draw, I'm just looking at the quarterfinalists. I don't see uh, the first seed, the third seed, fourth, mm. fifth, seventh. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been mm-hmm. some capitulations. <laughs> been a bit of carnage, hasn't there, on the women's draw? And it, look, it, it happens uh, more so than uh, the men, but... Yeah, the fact that uh, Sviontek's not going to defend her title. Anjabur going out today, she just didn't really look like it on. She hasn't been in, uh, and this is, you know, she made the final last year, obviously, and has made three Grand Slam finals. But uh, physically, she's looked a bit off this tournament. Um, had the, um, the blood pressure taken in the first round today. She looked a little sluggish, but credit to her opponent. I mean, talk about Lee Nair uh, all those years ago, multiple mm. Grand Slam winner, a uh, bit of a trailblazer for China. Uh, this young girl is young Jin Win, who's actually coached by Wim Fassett. Now, Wim Fassett has coached uh, Kerber, Osaka, Wozniacki, Halep, uh, Azarenka. He's coached all the guns and made them better players. So uh, it's a natural choice. Uh, she's She's got a game that can elevate her inside the top 20. So that's um, a great effort to beat Shabur today. Now she plays Sabalenka. So you talk about all those big names <laughs> dropping off. It's opened the door for Arena who now officially is the new world number one, uh, courtesy of Iga uh, not being able to defend her title. So regardless of what happens from here with Sabalenka in the tournament, she will be the world number one next Monday. Uh, it's perfectly set up for her. But in saying that, I mean, she stumbled at the French in the semis. She stumbled at Wimbledon in the semis after winning the AO at the start of the year. So she's still going to get there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there's Ostapenko as well. I mean, she's a dark horse. I mean, she's mm. beaten Sviontek four out of four. Got to play Coco Goff next. She beat Goff in Melbourne earlier this year. And Yelena is prickly. Uh, I don't know if you saw the coin toss yesterday, Stabby. Um, and, you know, Eager's going through her normal routine. And Yelena, I don't know. You know the, do you know the uh, the Australian comedy, uh, uh, Kath and Kim? Yep. Is it yeah, I do. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was like, it was like Ostapenko was doing the Kath and Kim stretches. Uh, <laughs> Kel and um, I've forgotten the wife's name, and she was just mimicking um, 
you know, Sviontek, who's in the who's in her little bubble, she's in her zone, practicing, you know, doing the the shadows type shots, and Ostapenko you know, is look, she's nuts to be totally honest. <laughs> she doesn't believe she doesn't believe in electronic line calling. She believes it's rubbish, and she's um, not there to be really anyone's friend in the locker room. So, uh, yeah, she's one that uh, she's won a French Open. I mean, she's a Grand Slam champion. She knows what it's all about. She needs to bust out a look at me, look at me, look at me, doesn't she? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, some of the outfits she wears, uh, you can't help but not look at her and wonder who, where did this, uh, where did this idea come from, uh, Yelena? But uh, she's um, look, they're all different. They're all got great characters. Global sport, they all come from different cultures and backgrounds, and. It's what makes it quite fascinating. Just a comment on Coco Goff. Still an incredibly young woman. She's been on the scenes, I think she's sort of 15 or 16. Potentially, I don't want to say breakout tournament, but maybe this is a, this is her major. With, with as you say, Sriontek, Anjoubur gone. Yep. She's seeded six. Um, she's on the other side to the other American, Madison Key, so she's going to have crowd support all the way to the final. Have you seen enough of her to suggest she's going to be around a long time, but could she become a dominant player in the women's game? Yeah, it's a hard one to call in the women's game. I, I just feel like there's so much depth in the women's game. There's, there's always another tier coming up underneath, and you know, I, I don't know if we'll see any of these women absolutely get on a, a massive uh, tear towards Serena's record. I mean, you know, Sviontek's what she got. She's already got four, so she's she's building, and the rest have you know got some work to do. But you know, do I believe Coco's time is now to win a U.S. Open? She could, yeah, no doubt. And you know, this this new partnership with Brad Gilbert uh, as the coach is quite interesting. He's been out of coaching for quite some time. Obviously, guided Roddick. He guided Andre Agassi. He's been commentating for ESPN for a good decade. Uh, the great fist bump when you walk past Brad, he'll give you one, even if he doesn't even know you. <laughs> and um, he's now stepped in, and there's a lot of chatter in the box. And, of course, you can coach now from the sidelines. And Coco in the last match basically said, Brad, I want you to pipe down. I'm, I don't want any, no, no, I don't want any running commentary. I, want to, I still want to, even though you're allowed to coach, I still want to try and problem solve myself out here because that's what I'm used to and I want to be able to have some think time to be able to do that so that partnership will be interesting to observe but yeah Coco look she's big time and yeah she's still only 19 and you know she's got a long time in the game to come but yeah she can certainly win this US Open. Just before we bid you adieu uh, New Zealand has a quarter finalist in the women's side of the US Open Erin um, Routliff uh, with her partner Dabrowski and I just, I'm just i hoping they yep. can get through Leila Fernandez and partner because Coco Goff will be next in the semi-final if she makes it through and she could well pull out because the singles is getting serious Yeah, look um, they beat uh, yeah, obviously um, with the walkover um, got past the Ostritsova and Von Drusova. That so unfortunately that was quite sad actually Um because I think this is Barbora Stricheva's last uh, tournament. She was bowing out at the US Open. Vondrosova had played her singles today, and she'd had some neck and sort of back pain. She came into the gym, and she put her arms around Barbora and said, look, I, I can't get out there. And obviously, uh, Barbora, being the team person, you know, you focus on the singles. You're in the quarterfinals. So that allowed, yeah, Erin and, and Gabby Dabrowski to get through, which is um, which is great. 
And, yeah, Fernandez Townsend, uh, they do the best celebration. They've played some terrific matches so far. Taylor Townsend, she's out there. Uh, <laughs> she likes to do a different celebration every match, uh, but she's a she's got the, the, the showman-type quality. So, yeah, there's um, a chance, absolutely. Um, it's, it's opened up the uh, the women's uh, women's doubles draw. Brilliant, Brett. I know you're a busy man. Always appreciate the time you give us over this side of the Tasman, mate. Uh, I was going to say enjoy the US Open. Of course you do. It's compulsory. Indeed. Yeah, we're getting to the business end. We're starting to sort out uh, those who can win the trophy. So, yeah, good time to be following the tennis. Good stuff, buddy. There is Brett Phillips, SEN's host of First Serve Podcast. That's on the SEN app to get all of your tennis info. He talks tennis all day, every day, and he still loves it. And he loves coming on with us. Um, Just to give you uh, the draw... On the, the, on the women's side, Ostapenko will play Goff. Uh, Kirstia, 30th seat, is playing Machova. Uh, Vandrasova is playing Madison Keys. And this one, Zeng, is the one to look out for. 20 year old uh, Chinese player is playing uh, Sabalenka. And on the men's side, with just have a look up at this one. So Zverev won the first set 6 4. They've just started the second set in that one. Um, Alcaraz is through and he will play the winner of Zverev Sinner, which, as I say, is underway. Medvedev will play Rublev. Francis Tiafo will take on this Ben Shelton. That will be epic to watch. Epic. Showtime. And Taylor Fritz will take on Novak Djokovic. I'm just going to see what time this Tiafo. Uh, they haven't put a time for it yet. Um, they'll wait for all of the games to conclude. Anyway, we shall take a break. Still to come after the news at the bottom of the hour, um, we have the head coach of Ngāti Parau East Coast, Kahu Tamatia, will be joining us, uh, having their great season. But after this break, we are going to go to, I'll tell you who it is, it's the Whangamata Rugby Club winners of one of the Bunnings Rugby Assist Grants. Uh, fantastic supporters of grassroots rugby are Bunnings. They're going to get 10 grand. Let's go and catch up with the vice president of that Whangamata Rugby Club in Thames Valley, it is. Uh, Caitlin Russell will be joining us very shortly.